Hello, friends. Are you ready? What's for dinner? <laughs> I'm hungry. Yum, 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 yum. Let's go, everybody. Yay! Yay! Oh, gosh. Am I on? Katina's Greek-style baked eggplant, Melizanas in Mambaldi. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Zoe's Blind Kitchen Corner. As always, if you need to reach me, Zoe's Blind Kitchen Corner at gmail.com. And of course, whose blind life is it anyway at gmail.com. Please like and share this video. Subscribe to either channel or both, and uh, that's it. <laughs> that's it for the housekeeping, as a friend of mine would say. Okay, guys, we're doing a, another vegan recipe. Um, so, as you can tell by this point, uh, we do eat a lot of vegan recipes, and uh, that's probably because we fast, uh, probably more than half of the year. Not all together. It's spread out. Um, I've mentioned before the four great fasts. I've mentioned that we fast, you know, Wednesdays and Fridays. So our kitchen, the Greek kitchen, which is actually really the Mediterranean diet, it, we have a lot of vegetable dishes, a lot of vegan dishes. That's not to say that we don't chow down on lamb, chicken, pork, so on and so forth. Um, but I do have quite a few vegan dishes because, well, because that's part of a healthy Mediterranean diet and because we do spend a lot of time fasting. It's not as hard as it sounds because the fasting, it we don't fast for six months straight. It's, there's breaks in between, there's splits. So for example, on the week that we fast just Wednesday and Friday, I mean, we still have five other days to eat meat and chicken and fish and whatever. So it, it's not as harsh as it sounds. Um, anyhow, so today's recipe is actually made again throughout Greece and there are a few tweaks and there are a few different recipes. This is my mother's version of this recipe. So hence why I'm naming this recipe Katina's Greek style uh, baked eggplant. And in Greek it's called Imambaldi and we would call it Katina's Imambaldi because it's her version. Um, I'm sure th this dish can also be made with meat. We're making the standard uh, vegan version. And I've seen it made with beef, I've seen it made with lamb, I've seen it made with pork. Um, some people add other vegetables. Like, as I've said in other recipes, I'm making your standard traditional uh, version. And this is the one we like. Of course, we grew up with it because it's my mom's recipe. Um, and we just love it. And if you're not vegan or you're not fasting, 
but you just don't feel like having meat and you want to make this dish, it's very good with crumbled feta on top. So once you serve it on your plate, just crumble feta all over, or even just a piece of feta on the side, lots of bread. Um, but if you're fasting, obviously you wouldn't have the feta. Anyhow, um, now I want to talk about, well, before we do, I'm using a pan. I'm holding it in my hands. It's this, feels like metal. So if I do it with my ring, it's a metal pan. It's black in color for those who are visually impaired or for those who used to have sight. And it's got two handles on either side. It's an oval pan. So uh, I think people call these roasters. You can get them at Walmart. They're pretty cheap. I guess maybe about 20, 30 bucks. I'm using a big one. Um, we measured it approximately to give you an idea of how, because there's small ones like this. You can get really tiny ones like this. So the one we're using is approximately, I remember uh, 15 or 16 inches length, and then it's about 12 inches wide, and it's about four and a half to five inches deep. So I, I will have it in the description box, but I mean, these are approximate measurements, but you, it's to give you an idea of how big this is. So that's the one thing. Now, I'm going to use eggplants from my garden today. So they're very nice and tender and they're not as big as the ones I would get at the supermarket. Um, if it's winter and you're making this or you don't have a garden, you're gonna buy the long uh, eggplants, not the ones that feel like big cones, like they feel like big puffed up cones, bubbles or whatever. You want the long uh, skinny eggplants. Now, if you're buying them from the supermarket, those ones are usually really long. So in the recipe today, I'm using eight eggplants because mine are not that long because they're in, the, um, in my personal garden. If you're gonna buy them from the supermarket, you would maybe buy four and cut them in half and that would give you eight pieces. I'm using eight eggplants today. Now, again, if you're only serving two people, cut the ingredients in half. If you don't mind eating leftover food, which I do think this is one of those dishes that's fantastic the next day, um, you don't have to stick to the exact number of eggplants. I just mentioned four long ones and you cut them in half. You could get five if you want. Maybe you're serving, you know, five people and you want to give them two pieces of eggplant each. It's up to you how you're going to figure out how much eggplant you're going to put in. Everything else is pretty much standard. So let's go through the ingredients. We've got sliced up onions over here, just the way you slice them up for a salad. And I used six uh, medium red onions to make it easier because all the onion sizes are different. So after you slice them up, I measured them. It's approximately 625 grams. Please don't worry if it's 650. If you cut up your onions and you get 650 or 660, even 675, it doesn't matter. This is the approximate number. 
Then we've got, um, right here, we've got a whole bunch of finely chopped parsley. Here, we've got a bulb and a half of garlic cloves. You can add one bulb, you can add a bulb and a half like I do. You cut them in half. If the bulb, the cloves are huge, you can cut them in three or four pieces. You wanna, you don't want really thin slices, um, but you don't want a whole piece of garlic either, or like a whole bulb. So it's up to you. Cut them in half or cut them in three, it's up to you. So we said one and a half um, bulbs of garlic. We have one coffee mug of olive oil, just your standard coffee mug. We are going to need one heaping tablespoon of, <coughs> pardon me, tomato paste. So, uh, pepper, black pepper to taste. We're going to need one tablespoon of sea salt plus more for the eggplants. And I will explain that in, in just a bit. We've got now potatoes. Again, <laughs> potatoes are, some are small, some are medium, some are large. What I feel is medium might be small to you. We used about 13 potatoes. To give you the number, these potatoes, I have them in water, they're just cut up in wedges. So the way you would cut up potatoes to roast them in the oven. It's 1,260, so in my case it was 1,260 grams of uh, cut up potatoes into wedges. If it's 1250, that's fine. If it's 1270, that's fine. Even if it's 1300, that's fine. This is your approximate uh, number. So you want at least, let's say 1200 for this roasting pan. And another good way to know is you want to cover the whole bottom of the roasting pan. If you want to measure it that way, you can cut up potatoes, throw them in your roasting pan, and see if it covers the whole entire um, bottom of the roasting pan. They're not gonna go directly on the bottom, but you can use it as your guide to measure. Or you can use it a, a talking scale and say, okay, she said approximately 12, you know, 1200, okay? And one more ingredient that I forgot to take out. We're also going to use a 14 ounce can of crushed tomatoes and water. Now, I went to make this today and we've run out of the crushed tomatoes. If you're a cook like me and you constantly do things in the kitchen, I've made my own sauce, my own ground tomatoes. I've strained, I've, um, Oh, what are they called? Passata? You know, you use a food meal, you boil it up, you make your own crushed tomatoes. And I have them in mason jars and they last a really long time. Rule of thumb, they say not more than a year, but that's not true. Um, they can last for years. If you seal them properly and uh, you don't touch them and you have them, have them in a cool, dry place in your for example, I have them in my basement, then they're good for a long time. Now, I, I have this in the fridge right now because I opened it up to make sure that it's okay to use. And the smell is fine, there was no mold on top. Um, if you're visually impaired, you can see if there's a little bit of mold because it would be white and the sauce is red. 
in, and it might smell bad. This smelled delicious and I confirmed with my mom that there's no mold, which means this, when I originally made it, I sealed it properly. And I guess we will do that eventually. But I'll just tell you right now, if you, if I shut up and you, I'm gonna press down on the lid and if the camera can come close, you'll hear a sound. So that means the fact that I'm pressing down and it's making that sound, this is not sealed now. Before I unsealed it, when I did that, the, the cap didn't make that sound. It wasn't, it was rock hard. You couldn't press the cap in. That's your sign of proper sealing. Once you turn the ring, take it off, and take off the um, metal cap, now air has gotten into this. So now the cap goes in and out. But before you do that, it wouldn't. And that would mean a proper seal. So this is what we need. So obviously these are our ingredients. I told you about the pan. There's a step before we put our food in the oven. We are gonna bake our food. Now you can bake it 350 or you can bake it 400. I'm gonna do 400 today because my eggplant is in the garden and it's very tender. If you're getting supermarket eggplant to do this, you might wanna do it at 350. Um, you wanna make sure that sort of your potatoes, everything is kind of cooked at the same time. If your eggplant does get too mushy, you can always take it out, but we never do that, and that's a pain in the ass. I'm gonna bake it 400 because I want the potatoes to cook up faster, because I feel that my eggplant, because it's tender from the garden, it's going to cook up faster. Now, I told you all the ingredients, but we're missing one. Well, the ingredient we're missing is the eggplants, because we're gonna go into the garden and we're going to pick them now. So. Here we go, and my mom is gonna help just for the sake of uh, time. Are you okay closing the... Yep. Oh, I forgot the bowl. Can I grab it for me? It's on the stove top, thank you. Okay, and scissors. Say hi, mom. Hi. Okay, that's mom saying hi. And this is her recipe. Okay, and we're just um, walking through the garden to get to our uh, vegetable area. Okay. So we've already, so while I have you here, this is my garden. It's progressing. The tomatoes are doing well. The celery is doing absolutely fantastic. Uh, we've already eaten plenty of cucumbers and now it's time for the eggplants. So we've already looked at the eggplants and kind of know which ones we want to pick. Some are larger, some are smaller. So, uh, 
Okay, you want this one? Yeah. I think it's small, but anyways, okay. So here's an eggplant that my mom says is to her liking. I don't know if the camera, whoops, can you see that? Yeah. Right there. Yeah. So I'm just gonna go to the stem and I'm gonna put it in between my two blades, move my fingers away and cut it off. Whoops, I'm sorry. <laughs> So there's one eggplant. We're gonna put it in the bowl. A That's all. Oh, this one is nice and big. Look at this one. This one here. Okay. So again, I put the stem between the blade, move my hands away. I hold the eggplant at the bottom and cut that one. So now we've got two. Is there any more bigger ones here? Let's see. They look small to me. Okay. Here, this one? Yeah. That one's small. Okay. I'm gonna walk over to the other side. That one's small, but let's see if we have bigger ones. I like this one, Mom. Mm -hmm. This one here. Yeah. That one's good. Mm -hmm. And I actually can lift it up like this, so that way you guys can see even better. I find the stem, put my blade in between, or put the stem in between the blades, move my fingers away, and cut it out. So now we've got three. That's small. Those are too small. This one's kind of good, Mom. Mm -hmm. This one here, do you mm -hmm. like this one? Mm -hmm. And this one, but it's skinny. This one, look. This one. Yeah, see? So I just showed my mom that I like this skinny one here, and she agreed. So we've got one, two, three, four, and there's another one here that's a little fatter. Okay, that's five. Let's move on to the next plant. Let's see if there's any. Mm-hmm. This one has skinny long ones, Mom. Yeah, of Okay. That's six. I think we should cut this one, too. Look, it's long. <clears throat> that's seven. Check this one out. Hold on. Yeah, those are too small. This one is good. It's nice and... After almost that's it. Okay, we should be... Oops, I'm sorry. That's peppers. Yeah, that's fine. So we've got eight. Yeah. One more, right? Yeah. So because there's one more to the size that we like, we're going to cut up nine. At the supermarket, while my mom cuts that, I'll show you. Hold on. Uh, 
also at the supermarket. This one is about longer than the palm of my, from the start of the palm of my hand to the end of my fingers. It's longer than that. But at the supermarket, they might even be twice the size. So that's why I'm saying that maybe you might buy four and cut them in half or five. It depends. Um, these, uh, then I have smaller ones here because these are from the garden. This one isn't even, it's not even as long as the palm of my hand because this is, this is the stem part. We're going to cut this off. So when I hold it up, it's less than the length of the palm of my hand to my fingers. So this one is a small one, but at the supermarket, you'll get longer ones. That's why I say, so I'm using, well, we're going to use nine. We said eight, but we're going to use nine, but you know what? At the uh, supermarket, you might have to get four and cut them in half, five and cut them in half. Depends on you. If you're going to use less than four long ones, then maybe you're not going to use as many potatoes and onions and so on and so forth. But if you're going to follow my mom's recipe, then you're going to get at least four or five really long ones and cut them up. Okay, let's go back into the kitchen. All right. So because we have two ones that my mom liked, we're gonna use ten. But there's there's small ones. All right. we're walking through the garden through the patio back up to our kitchen that you wouldn't use you would never buy 10 from the supermarket because that'll give you like 20 pieces that's a <laughs> that's a lot of eggplant nobody you're gonna throw that food out you would probably use about like I said four to five even maybe six, depending on how big they are, even at the supermarket. So, now, what did I do with the scissors? I took it out? Yeah. Okay. So now, you would wash these, because at the supermarket, the eggplants have chemicals. Mine don't have chemicals. I don't spray my vegetables with anything. So, you're going to... Take a big pot. I have a stainless steel pot. I'm just going to put it in the sink. I have a big stainless steel pot. What you're going to do is you're going to feel the eggplant. You're going to feel where the stem starts. And I don't mean just the pointy part that you slipped off. At the top, it's got around the eggplant it's got like leaves stemmy part you need to cut that off so what you can do is you find it with your knife put it on your counter find it on your knife and just that's it just cut it off okay um and turn it around to the other side where the stem wasn't the butt and just slice off a little piece put it in your pot so and now I've explained it to you, so I'm going to do it a little bit quickly for the sake of the video. 
I'm just gonna cut off the pieces. You're gonna stick all of these in your stainless steel pot or bowl, something big. It Actually, I shouldn't say stainless steel because if you have a huge plastic bowl that's gonna fit all these, it's gotta fit your eggplant plus water and salt, okay? So now, here's a big fat one. I can lift up the stems around it because it's not a baby. I can lift up so I don't cut off too much of the eggplant. And I'm gonna put it down and slice it off. Let's give them a whiff. Mmm, they smell fantastic. Okay. Now, it's done. By the way, if, and at some point we are gonna make moussaka, this is what you would do with moussaka as well. You wouldn't use these long eggplants. You would use the, uh, the cone-shaped bubble-like eggplants. Um, but you would do this. The reason I'm doing this is you want to get rid of the bitter taste. Eggplants have a very bitter taste. And actually, that's why I never used to eat eggplants. Until my mom showed me how to make eggplants taste very nice and sweet. Now, I've covered the bottom basically. So I'm gonna take my sea salt and I'm just gonna pour sea salt all over. And I'm feeling with my hands just to make sure. Okay, so I've poured sea salt. Now I'm gonna continue, I have a few more. One or two. Okay, one. So I've got three, okay. Two, and the last one. Sorry about that, guys. Okay. All right. All my eggplants are in my stainless steel pot. I'm going to add more sea salt because I added more. And again, please don't worry about how much sea salt you're adding. You're, it doesn't matter. Just make sure that all the um, eggplants are... There's a lot of sea salt in here. Probably about two to three tablespoons, I would say. Now, take water. <coughs> and add water to these. So I'm pouring water into the pan with my eggplants and salt. And I want to make sure that these are covered. So uh, what I just did is... I poured water and I put my hand uh, and I pressed down and the water's not covering them all. So, more water. Okay, let's press down. Okay, pretty covered. But just in case I have a little bit of room, I'll add a little more. Okay. 
Okay. Take a dinner plate, turn it upside down, put it in. Oh, this one's not gonna fit. Okay, never mind. Forget the dinner plate. If a dinner plate fits, turn it upside down and put it on top of your eggplants. In this particular pot, it doesn't fit. So I'm going to take a, just a, a big bowl that I have. I'm gonna place it. You know what? That's not gonna work either. Oh, I need a plate the size that's gonna work. Hold on. See the little ones. Yeah, it's not gonna work either because it won't keep them all down. So the pot I'm using, unfortunately, isn't doing it. There's always a way, guys. Just give me a second and I'll figure it out. I'm getting one. One that's coming up. This will work, but... Okay. I've got them all submerged. I've got a bowl. But I need to keep this bowl down. I can't let this bowl come up. So I'm going to grab a mug... I'm gonna place it on top of my upside down bowl and I'm gonna fill it with water. So I'm using this as a weight. Let's see, will it work? Yes, it will. Okay, so you need to let your eggplants sit like this in the salt water for about two hours. These ones from the garden, maybe they need an hour, an hour and a half. Uh, supermarket ones need two hours. So we're going to wait for the two hours to go by and then come back and continue with the recipe. Okay, guys, we're back. It's been approximately an hour and a half since we've been soaking our uh, eggplant in our salt water mixture. I'm just going to give me a second to preheat my oven. So I'm going to bake at 400. 55, 60, 65, 70, 75, 80, 85, 90, 95, 400. Okay, and I'm gonna bake at the uh, bottom rack. Okay, I have two things to tell you. One, please accept my humble, humble apologies I, I am, as me blabbing away, I used the V-A-S-S -S word. I should have said my behind or something like that. And I said the word and I, please accept my sincerest apologies. I'm very sorry. The second thing I have to tell you is I forgot to slit, to put slits in my eggplant. So when we... I actually remembered it just as we turned off the camera. So I took the eggplants out of the water. I slit them and I will show you right now. And I put them back in. And they've been sitting in the salt water for an hour and a half. So I'm going to remove my weight, which was in my case just a mug of water. And 
You can use whatever you want as a way. You can even use like a jug of water or whatever you want. So I'm going to remove the bowl. Okay. And I'm going to take my um, eggplants. I'm going to put them in a strainer that I have sitting in my sink. So I'm just removing them from the salt water. Okay, now, I just want to show you with the really fat one. You take the, the, your knife, the tip of your knife, and just, you insert it into the eggplant and make a slight slit. You don't have to insert it very far, maybe even a quarter of an inch, and you make a slit. If it's a fat one, you may make about three slits, if they're, so for example, for this very skinny small one, I only made two slits. So I forgot to tell you that. So before you put them in to soak in your salt water, you make those slits with a knife. Put them in the water with a whole bunch of salt. And actually when I remembered that I forgot to do the slits, I, um, when I took the eggplants out of the water, I just tasted the water and it wasn't salty enough for me. So um, I added uh, more sea salt. But there's no rule of thumb of how much salt you're going to add. Just add plenty. I would say maybe about three, four tablespoons. But as you saw, I didn't even do it with the tablespoons. I just did it over the pot. So I'm just going to move the pot out of the way because we no longer need it. I will take care of that later. Now I've got the eggplants in my strainer. And I'm going to wash them. We want to, I did have a jug of water somewhere. Give me a second. Okay. So you're just going to run them because you probably don't use spring water like I do. You're just going to run them under tap water. So I'm just pouring water into the, um, into the strainer and I'm just rubbing them. I'm just washing them from the salt. And let quite a bit of water run over these. You want to get rid of all that salt. I pretty much poured a, this is probably a five liter jug of water. So I've poured quite a bit of water. So. Just let those, um, actually I'm going to grab here, oops, I'm sorry, grab a dinner plate. Now, pick up your eggplant and with your hands, squeeze it. And it'll make a sound actually when you first squeeze. So this one, okay, just squeeze it. You're just squeezing out whatever. So listen. So you'll give it a couple of squeezes to get rid of any. So here's a fatter one. So listen. See, it makes this squish sound. So basically do that a few times until maybe you no longer hear that sound. Okay. So you're going to squeeze all of them. 
here's the fat one so this one this one actually because it's fatter the squishing sound is uh louder and you can actually when you squeeze it you can feel some liquid dripping We're almost done. Doesn't take very long to just squeeze these. Now, because my eggplants, except for one that's really sort of big and fat, I said I was gonna use eight, but I'm using 10. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Yeah, 10, and I've got three left some of them are quite small so it's actually good that we added um and when i do buy when we added more and when i do buy them from the supermarket and i buy the really long ones uh i'm feeding about four people <coughs> four to five people i usually buy uh five or six big ones and like i said i cut them in half And I'm just using both hands to squeeze. Okay. Our eggplants are ready. I'm just going to place them on our strainer because I need room. And I'm just going to grab a clean bowl. And there's a reason for this. You don't have to do this. Um, sighted people especially don't. But I'm going to. So I have my talking scale. I'm going to place a clean bowl on my talking scale. I'm going to turn on the scale. Hello. It's ready. Said it's ready. I'm going to dump in all my onions into my clean bowl. And I'm still just pushing them out of the bowl. I'm pushing them out of the bowl that I had them into the clean bowl that's on the scale. Okay. So it's saying 636. Okay. I'm going to add the garlic. 640 grams. All the garlic is in. And now I'm going to add in all the parsley. So that's, I'm going to move the oil aside. Okay. So 838 grams. 838. It could be 838 grams. So half of that is 400, <laughs> 15, 16, 17, 18. I think it's... Oh, that's easier for me. Okay, she said four, 840, so that's 420. So I'm going to mix all this mixture up while I still have it on the scale. She's going to start telling us different measurements because I'm using my hands now and she can't read what's going on. So I'm mixing all of this up. You want everything mixed really well. Uh, garlic, onions, and parsley. And if I stop... 
842 grams. Right. She's saying 842. And because she's all confused right now, because I'm doing this while uh, the scale is on, while I'm trying to mix this. But we said it's approximately 840. So I'm just mixing it all up really, really well. And just scoop from the bottom and bring it all up. Mix it all up. Onions, garlic, and... Onions, garlic, and parsley. And it actually smells wonderful. Okay, I think that's pretty mixed. So, I'm going to... Yeah, yeah. I'm grab my big roasting pan. Uncap it. And I'm going to put half of this mixture into the bottom of the pan. 724 grams. 650 grams. 560 grams. Okay, a little bit more. 528 grams. A little bit more. exactly 420 it's up to you my bottom from what I can feel I've spread out the mixture it's pretty much covered if I really want to be a perfectionist here grab a little bit more grams. Eh, let a little bit go okay good enough 419 okay We no longer need the scale now. We've measured, uh, we've mixed up our mixture and we've added half into our pan. Now, take your potatoes. I have them in water. So as you lift your potatoes, shake your hands so the excess water can drip off and throw your potatoes on top of this layer. And try and spread them around right you want you want to try to cover your whole uh, mixture and like I said these are just uh, potatoes that we've cut up in uh, wedges actually I don't remember which ones we bought I think we bought the russet mom yeah. were these russet potatoes yeah. yeah russet so see we're using the russet potatoes so I'm just adding the potatoes and I'm feeling like I'm adding them in with my right hand and with my left hand, I'm feeling where I have empty spaces and I'm adding potatoes. Because <coughs> I'm almost done. So. Don't be worried if you're blind and you're feeling around like I am. Don't like panic. Oh my God, there's a little inkling that's not covered. Believe me, for the most part, it will be covered. 
Whoops. Is there any more? No. Okay. So now we've added in our potatoes. And our oven is already preheated and we're not even ready yet. So now grab the rest of your mixture, onion, parsley, garlic, and sprinkle it all over the layer of potatoes. So basically, <laughs> you have a layer of potatoes that are covered underneath and on top with parsley, onions, and garlic. Okay. I'm just tapping the bowl to get as much, because some of the parsley sticks to the bowl. If you want, use your hands now to spread it a little more evenly. Pretty good. Okay. We're done with that. Now grab your <coughs> eggplant and place them right on top. I did. So I'm just grabbing with my hands, I'm grabbing the uh, eggplant and I'm distributing them around the, the pan on top of the layer of parsley. Okay, I've added in, I'm just gonna, excuse me, <clears throat> okay, so see, actually, this pan, it it would have fit one, maybe even three or four more, um, three or four more eggplants. But I don't want to be eating eggplant uh, for five days. <laughs> but these are pretty small; it should go fast. So hold on, let me grab the tomato paste because I put them in the fridge while we were waiting for the eggplant uh, to soak. By the way, the reason I'm opening up the um, crushed tomatoes, the reason we put the eggplants in the salt water brine is to so that they're not bitter. <coughs> um, if you don't put them in the salt water. You're going to get a really bitter taste in your mouth when you eat them. So this is how to sweeten them up. So I have my jar of tomato sauce. I'm going to pour it over the eggplants. Now I've poured the whole thing. I'm going to... grab my spoon, just a regular tablespoon. I'm going to drip the oil off my tomato paste. You know, I've told you guys how I preserve tomato paste. So I'm just dripping, letting the oil drip off the excess oil. And I'm going to scoop up a big heaping tablespoon 
and I'm going to throw it into the jar where I had the uh, tomatoes. Okay, now I'm going to add water to that jar. And of course, I'm going to stir it. So you're kind of trying to dissolve the tomato paste. Tomato paste is really hard to dissolve. Do your best. You can also use your fingers as I've done in the past. and add that whole jar of water with that tomato paste. Okay, now, we are gonna add more water. Just give me a second. Now we're gonna add our, my hands are still wet. We're gonna add our salt and pepper. So I'm going to add a tablespoon of sea salt. And I know it sounds repetitive, but remember, table salt is much stronger. And I'm just adding a heaping tablespoon. I didn't even bother leveling it off. And I'm just sprinkling it all around. Okay, that's it for our salt. And now we're going to add in our pepper. And this is really, pepper is really to taste. I'm going to add in, here, one pinch. And I'm sprinkling it around. Two pinches. And maybe a small one. So two and a half pinches of pepper. Okay, now we've got a cup, a coffee mug of olive oil. And just add that in as well. So I'm just letting it go all over. I'm moving my hand around the pan. Okay, olive oil is in. All we have left to add in is more water. So I'm gonna add in another can of water. Well, in this case, it's a jar, but you get the idea. So that's two jars of water. And I think I'm going to add one more. So you'll probably, if you're using the crushed tomatoes, you'll probably need about uh, three to four cans. I would probably say four. I think this jar is a little bit bigger than 
But now I'm going to get the expert to come and have a look and see if she thinks this water's enough. I think it may need a little more. I'm not sure. Mom, Ella, no this. So we're going to call here and add the expert. <laughs> get the expert to have a look. Εγώ νομίζω θέλει λίγο ακόμα, αλλά δεν είμαι σίγουρη. Για κοίτα. Yes. How much more? Maybe two. One or two? Mm-hmm. Oh. oh, δεν έχει νερό εδώ. Καθόλου. Ναι. No. Okay. Θα πάρω το ψυγείο. Doesn't matter. It's a little cold. Okay, so I'm just going to fill up the jar again. So this is my fourth jar of water. So mom says that the four jars are not enough. She wants me to put half more. So And I, had, I forgot to turn off my timer when I was uh, doing the salt brine. So sorry about that. I just turned it off. So I'm going to add another half a jar. So four and a half jars. So probably about four to five cans of water. Okay. So basically, guys, the water is not covering the eggplants, but it's... Mm, all the way to the eggplants. So it's quite a bit of water, okay? So, <coughs> we're going to bless our food in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, amen. We're gonna cover it with the cap and we're gonna put it in the oven. Now this is quite heavy, so bear with me. I'm gonna open up the oven and it's very hot, and I'm gonna lift the roasting pan. I'm moving slowly because it's heavy. Oh. And I'm gonna center it, and that's it. It's in the oven. Now it may need an hour, hour, an hour and a half. I'm gonna check on it in an hour and see how tender my eggplant is and my potatoes, and I'm baking at 400. So we will come back when this is ready so I can show you the final result. Hi guys, we're back. So our food is done. I need to tell you, of course, a few things. So. The first thing is that when I poured in the four jars of water, I was pretty sure it didn't need any more. 
but mom said she wanted more and she's the expert um but you know maybe she was having an off day she does admit now that maybe we shouldn't have poured that extra half of uh, jar of water does it matter absolutely not so if you're making this use your crushed canned tomato uh, the empty can once you put in your crushed tomatoes and just add in about four cans of water you just want the water just to come right up to the eggplants um, so that's the note on the water the other thing I want to tell you is that I checked on it at the one hour mark. So remember, we put it in the oven, we capped it so it was covered, and I baked it 400 degrees Fahrenheit, bottom rack. And I checked at the one hour, and it was almost done, just not white. Meaning, I tasted a little bit of the onions, and the onions were still a little crunchy and uh, the tomato had a little, uh, sorry, not the tomato, the potato had a little bit of a bite to it. So what I did is I turned up the temperature to 450. I uncovered the roasting pan and I let it bake for another 20 minutes. So I increased the heat and now I baked it uncovered for an extra 20 minutes. And that's the uh, second note. So that's a, a, a good rule of thumb to follow. Bake covered for one hour and uncovered for about 20 minutes uh, by increasing the heat though for, by 50 degrees. Um, the third note I want to mention is that a lot of people who make this dish, actually I have to say most Greeks, um, and my mother does do this, um, eight out of the ten times she makes it, she does this. A couple times she does it. What am I talking about? Before she adds in the, so just the way I showed you guys the recipe, but before she places the eggplant on top of the last layer of parsley, onion, garlic, uh, mix she browns so she fries the eggplant a little bit she browns them a little bit so she'll put olive oil in a big skillet and she'll place the eggplants and she'll uh, let them brown on all sides so she'll turn them a few times but you don't have to do that you can do it just the way I did it um, I like it both ways when you fry the eggplant, or not really frying, you're browning the eggplant, it just gives it a little, uh, a little more intense uh, taste. That's the only difference. And a little bit more cholesterol. <laughs> yeah. But um, in this dish, you do have the option not to brown the eggplant, which is wonderful for blind people. We can brown, we can fry but we don't like it. It's a little harder, it's a little whatever. So you can make it without doing that, but if you choose to do that, by all means, go ahead. So that's our dish for today, and I've actually already served, so I've put uh, one full eggplant. Now, again, if you buy the supermarket eggplants, this might be, you know, a half. Um, if you can find small long eggplants, then, you know, 
Get the smaller ones and put 10 of them in your roasting pan. Eight, 10, it's up to you. I've even done it with 12 or 12 pieces. And I've got a whole bunch of onion, parsley, garlic, tomato sauce mix, and a few potatoes, two, three potatoes. Slice of bread, some feta cheese if you're not fasting or if you're not vegan. Excellent, very healthy, very tasty, wonderful vegan dish. I hope you guys enjoyed this recipe. A nice traditional Greek style baked eggplant, in this case, by Katina, my mom. Yes, thank you. <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank you. Applause for my mom. And I thank her for teaching me how to make this. And uh, that's it for this week. I love you guys as always. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe. And if you need to reach me, you know the deal. Zoe's Blind Kitchen Corner at gmail.com. And of course, whose blind life is it anyway? At gmail.com. Love you guys. Blind kisses to all of you. See you next time. I am your host, Zoe Fiogos. With sincere love and gratitude, I thank you for watching Zoe's Blind Kitchen Corner.